you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. Appreciate the spin. Appreciate you hitting play. This is season three, episode two, Money Habits. In this episode, we dive into some learned lessons from personal finances or in dealing with personal finances, as well as some trending topics. Uh, but before we dive into that, some 44 news for you. You know I'm on my fall shit. 44 News, as you can see, some merch. Ooh, can you spot the merch? Ooh, oh, fire. Uh, this colorway is not ready. Uh, so one-on-one is for me. Uh, but you can grab a t-shirt. You can grab a hoodie. Hoodies and tees are available. Hats are not available yet, but they'll be coming. Um, so definitely hit me up on social media, Facebook or Instagram. This is a social media I talk about when I say social media. Facebook or Instagram at the 44 Lifestyle. Message me if you're interested in making that purchase. Um, man, I got to get my words right. Uh, appreciate the love and support on that. So definitely hit me up. Uh, 44 Book Club. 44 Book Club is going on. We have a book. We are reading a book each month. The book for January is The Power of Habit. A great way to set the tone for the new year. Um, not just for the new year, for resolutions, but if you're trying to launch, maybe you're trying to launch a new business, um, tighten up your spending habits, no matter what it is, how you progress, uh, working out, exercising, whatever it may be, eating better, whatever habit you're trying to build, uh, this will be a great read for you so that you can understand the science of habit and how to build and create those new habits. Uh, so definitely check that out. If you weren't able to join us for the book club for January, you can always jump in in February as you do not have to read all 12 books. You can just jump in or out depending on your preference of the topic. For February, the book of the month, oh, make sure you see all of it. Is them Tim's? I don't know if they're Tim's. I don't know if they butters. But um, Real Men Knit, Real Men Knit by Kawana Jackson. That is the book of the month for February. Definitely looking forward to diving into that book. Um, looks like a great read. Got some great reviews. Um, the pieces that I've read so far have been good. So I'm um, interested in diving in. So if you are interested, um, definitely hit me up. Facebook, Instagram, uh, The 44 Lifestyle. Hit me up so you can join that book club. Uh, that's all for 44 News. Now let's get into some trending topics and our discussion about money habits. Alrighty, so trending topics. Uh, Summer Walker recently made a post. Um, pretty much her caption was saying, uh, people always want what they don't have. Uh, but the picture that she used in for her, or the picture that she used in her post was the picture of the Kardashians, or two of the Kardashian sisters. Um, it kind of showed the, the, the contrast between like their face, their makeup, um, which was like a more brown, more melanated, and their hand was very pale, you know, lighter than mine. But um, yeah. Or the same color. Nah, it was lighter. Fuck out of here. It was lighter. A little bit. Got a little bit more. But um, yeah, do you think that the post was facts or shade? Both. Mm -hmm. She Why? definitely was um, being truthful about us not being satisfied with the way we look. So we're always trying to alter it, change it. Surgery is like real big nowadays. Facts. Um, and so that was her point on like people following trends now with their bodies. Yeah. So this nose is in. That's or whatever. <laughs> Little booties matter. So I, I still appreciate you know. What's up? What I think but, Kendrick Lamar says um, show me some some booty with some some natural some stretch marks. But can you still have stretch marks even if it's fake? I don't know. Something to look into. Look it up. I will. Go look up booties. Booties. <laughs> I do. I do that on a different search. 
<laughs> but it was shade because she didn't have to use them. Right. Being that she had surgery herself, she could have, you know, put her and Michael Jackson, you know. You gonna go with Mike? You gonna just gonna throw Mike in there? Fake noses and real noses. Sheesh. She didn't have to use them, so I think that that was shade. I think black girls really don't be um, liking the Kardashians. Nah, that's a fact. Yeah, I mean, she's the king of pop, but um, no, yeah, she she definitely could have used anybody. That's why I think it was uh, it was a bit of shade in there. Uh, she could use anybody. She could use herself, um, for sure. But uh, like the post, the caption of the post was all facts. Like, and I think it like it 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 hit something deeper. Like, you definitely should love you know who you are, um, appreciate everything about yourself. Um, it was like a J Cole song, uh, "Love Yours," something like that. But um, so you think if nobody ever said. Never called. If ugly didn't exist, everybody would love themselves. Mm -hmm. I th wow, I, I I think so. Because if you look at like the 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 psychology of the trauma behind like towards black people, just their thoughts of their beauty within themselves, like being called ugly, being called you know a monster, being called these these hideous things uh, that that took a hold in our mental. So I think if there was no, this is ugly or this is pretty, if there was no like those types of classification, then how would you know? How would you know like what is beautiful? Or if everything, if we just showed a wider range of what beauty is versus this very narrow image of beauty. As right. per, as, I mean, the right social condition. beauty is small noses, mm -hmm. um, fat booties, mm -hmm. and the hips. Mm-hmm. You know, bottle shape, you know. They buy in the shape nowadays. Facts. It's not even, not even working for it or born with it. But yeah, I think that's that's all part she's she's spot on with that caption. Um but yeah, I think that we should definitely we as people should appreciate who we are, that we should fall in love with I know this this saying is, you know, fall in love with your flaws, but I think that we should just find those things that are beauty within ourselves. Like sometimes we overlook it. Like all we see is our flaws, but there's so much beauty that we have, uh, both internally and externally. Like we need to fall in love with those things as Do well. Do you love your flaws? Do I love my flaws? Um, I'm learning to. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I got a crooked smile. I don't know if I, I love that. Um, some other things, but yeah, I, I think I'm learning to love my flaws. I'm learning to adjust uh, to some things. So yeah, it's a process for sure. I'm not where I was. I'll say that. You love your flaws. I had to flip that on you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't pay attention to them as, as much as I do. So it doesn't to. bother you. So you don't hate them, but you don't necessarily love them. I mean, ain't nothing I can do about it. <laughs> so just kind of, uh, what's that? Is, uh, damn, what's the word I'm looking for? Apathetic? Hmm? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> What? Like <laughs> apathetic, like it just it you just it became so like this thing just like oh, I can't change it anyway. Why watch your watch your point? Just make it work to your advantage or whatever. Gotcha. All right, next, um, Lori Harvey uh, is is I guess apparently is, is off the market now. Oh, uh, you changed, again, you changed the word. I, I changed it up. What did you originally say? I, well, I didn't. I just didn't put it. I really didn't say, is she being a, a hoe or a nigga? <laughs> <laughs> that was the, that was the um, provocative saying like, but no, she's off the market. They, Michael B. Jordan has this list of, of men that she's dated probably in the past two years. 
Uh, so do you think she's moving like a hoe or a nigga? And I say, I say hoe meaning that women stereotypically are called a hoe if they're seen with multiple men or assumed to be having sex with multiple men, whereas a man uh, is just being a nigga. Yeah, they some hoes too. And n- niggas is hoes too. Mm-hmm. Okay, so but with that, is she moving? She's promiscuously, or is she? Is this is this okay? I thought promiscuous is when you have sex. Is she moving? Is she sus or not? Like dating all these men? Date as much as you want to. Okay. Until somebody gives you a commitment. Okay. So you don't see anything wrong? Like you would, you like if your if your daughter was seen dating, if your daughters were seen dating multiple men, you wouldn't you wouldn't have a problem with it. How would you feel? If if I seen it from the outside and I didn't know, I'd be I'd be crushed. I'm like, damn, like, hey, girl, what you like? You if I crushed? if I seen it from the outside. Really? And I didn't know, but if I knew, like, hopefully, you know, I want that bond with my daughter so building that bond. the perception. The perception is rough. If I'm her father. Why? Why just the perception of, damn, like, slow down. Like, why do you need to be Even seen out with this man? she was just dating. And go- she was engaged to, I think, one or two of them. Yeah, I'm, but I'm saying, if your child, you notice that she maybe went out to eat with different guys. Let's say she's 24. Right? She, she might have been kissing with them. They was booed up. They go into events. So it's more than just, like, going out for I'm a meal. but, so you will be upset because of the perception because it's not a good look not because of the perception but because i just want to know where her mental state is like why are you jumping from relationship to relationship or man to man what if it's not a relationship but that's what i'm saying that's me from the outside from the from the outside looking in it looks like they're in some type of relationship that is just because you go out to eat with somebody don't mean you're in a relationship they weren't just spotted out to eat though like these men that she's walking you going to events you kissing you boot up you so you never with just somebody I'm cool with, mm-hmm. boot up, kiss them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but I'm saying like, if, <laughs> no, if you're dating somebody, then yes. But if I'm not dating you and I'm just smashing you, then that's different. Right? Dating is dating. You don't know what somebody is doing. So... I think you shouldn't draw conclusions. You shouldn't make assumptions. Yeah, I, I mean, I, yeah, no, it's not a home. good look. But I think it it should be normalized. You can date. Yes, I agree. Um, I think that women should be able to date. But you just said you no, no, no. It, it doesn't look good. You just said if, that it didn't. Look, it wasn't a good look. You should be able to date freely, but like if that if. And I'm saying dating is different than being in a relationship. I, I think that's different. Right, but you're assuming that she's in relationships. Exactly, I'm saying she's went on dates. But I'm saying dating is okay. I agree with what you said of dating is okay. But it still doesn't look good. Um, I mean, it may not look good to some people. I would if you if I knew that it did it on the outside. It doesn't. It look may good. not look good I, for me. I, if I knew the backstory behind it, and it's my child, and yes, and I knew like the moves. So, you, know, so I don't care. Order, so if you had more information on it, then you can make. Then you saying yeah. it would be good, but just on the outside looking in, it doesn't look good. No, like it would not be my preferred taste for my for my child. Mm. Interesting. It is what it is. Uh, yeah, but you switched it up. That wasn't that wasn't what you said at first. I think just the clarity of the the relationships. No, nigga, that is not what you said. <laughs> Next. All right. <laughs> uh, 
movie reviews, talk about some movies that dropped, some uh, two movies dropped um, recently, American Skin and One Night in Miami. Um, Miami, uh, American Skin was a Spike Lee joint, I believe. Um, yeah, just kind of get your, what your thoughts on, what you feel on it. I loved American Skin. It's a good movie. I think everybody should watch it. Um, watch it with your children, have a conversation. Maybe ages like 10 and up. 13. Have that conversation. 10 and up. 13. These kids be watching love and hip hop. They be on TikTok I'm watching not, all kind of stuff. I'm not saying they can't watch it because of, of the exposure or the violence and or the messages. And some 10 and but the dialogue could have, could have dialogue. Yes, they can. Some. You know your child. If your child can, if you if your child can pick this apart and you can have some some engaging dialogue, it's great. Um, I would agree. Uh, I would give this. Uh, I've seen mixed reviews on my timeline. Uh, I'm not going to give away too many spoilers as to why, but um, I give this three out of four fists. Four, three out of four black fists. That's my that's my skill. Um, three, out three out of four. Three out of four black, black fists. fists. Yeah, like boom. The movie views, you know, they get Rotten Tomatoes and all that other stuff. Black Fist. Three out of four Black Fist. Um, for, the, for the dialogue alone, I think that um, it provided an, an array of perspectives, uh, which I appreciate. I think that's typical in a Spike Lee type film, uh, but that's not typical in what you get in some of the other films. So that's what I appreciate it about. I think I always appreciate that from, from Spike. Uh, but yeah, I appreciate it. it. It didn't go necessarily how I wanted it to. I knew from the rip that it wasn't going to be on some I well, it had to much. be realistic. Um, I enjoy listening to the di different perspectives because as people, we don't listen to each other. Mm -hmm. Every side thinks their side is 100% truth. But we all um, we all see things differently. We all have different experiences. So we all are going to have different perspectives. So in, in the one scene, they all had to listen. And I think um, that's what we need to do, like in the real world. Just yeah. stop and listen to each other. And then I think we can figure it out. For sure. For sure. Yeah, I agree. Uh, one Night in Miami. Um, I like that one. Uh, big shout out to Regina King. Uh, this is, I believe, her first uh, first time, her director debut, uh, which I thought was dope. I think the four brothers that starred um, in this movie as well did their thing. Um, I, I, I was drawn in by uh, Malcolm X's character. Like, he he, he sold that for me. Um, I, I love, I appreciated the brotherhood. Like, I didn't know, as much as I know about something, I mean, I know and I don't know about some things, but um, I didn't know about this particular incident, this situation, this meeting of, of these uh, four brothers, um, which I thought was incredible. Just the... Uh, the brotherhood that was shown that we can that that we can fight, we can disagree, um, but at the end of the day, it's all love, and it's coming like my anger or my frustration or my, you know, even my, you know, if I fight you, it's, it's out of a place of love, because I want we're all like the we're in the struggle together. Like, how can we use our gifts and our talents and our skill sets um, to not only you know do things for ourselves and our family, but also for the movement for the culture. Um, and it made me think about, it made me think, is there something like that now? Like, is there somebody or some people with that Malcolm X, like getting on to these artists, getting on to these people, um, behind the scenes, um, to really push them to do things better for the culture. And if not, like, man, we I think we need that back. Um, but yeah, 
four out of four black fists for me on that one. It's free too, that's why. So go peep that. Well, if you got Amazon Prime or Fire Stick or however you get your free movies. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I do want to see it. You said um 16 times. 16 times? Mm -hmm. You count it? How many yeah. times I said um? Mm -hmm. God damn. Well, I'm going to do better. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> Let's jump into the main topic. Main topic. Uh, so we were talking about habits on the theme of habits. The book of the month for the 44 Book Club is The Power of Habits. Uh, so just talking about that last week or in episode one, talked about personal habits. Um, this time, I wanted to talk more. Wanted to talk a little bit about financial habits. Um, not that I'm some financial guru or something like that, but just definitely lessons learned um, over the years. Uh, just to share that um, for any you know younger people or just anybody really like taking you know just just passing passing the game. Not to say that I know everything, but I definitely read a lot, have grown, have made mistakes. Um, so yeah. So uh, the two two questions, two big questions, have are. Uh, Money-related habits that you've learned and most reckless purchase uh, <laughs> learn from that. But let's start with money-related um, money-related habits that you've learned. Uh, for me, I learned um, definitely the importance of budgeting. Like I, I can't live without my budget. I don't know how. Like I was, I didn't realize how much I was spending when I wasn't making a budget. And when I say make a budget, like I knew the more detailed your budget is, the the, you you really get the importance of putting assigning a task to every dollar how important that is especially when you're you're in that transition of you know really maximizing your your the money that you that you're earning and making the best of it versus just blowing it uh, so budget uh, also learned um, don't have to compete like I, I don't have to compete like at at 30, I didn't have to have a house, or at this age, I didn't have to have a car, or I don't have to have this thing, or I'll just, I'll just learn not to compete. Like, yes, those things are cool, and they'll, they'll come in due time, um, but I'm not getting it because I got to compete with the homie or somebody I see or a peer or something keeping like that. Keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah, keeping up with the Joneses. Um, I don't got to compete. And I also don't have to, um, I don't have to jump in to like every new trend of getting different things and dropping bread on that. So, um, Definitely learned those lessons. Um, and also, uh, money-related habit that I've learned is um, small investments are better than no investments. Like, even if you put, you know, $50 away every check or something like that, whatever small amount or whatever you can give is better than better than nothing. So, you know, tuck away. I think it's Acorns is an app that it can tuck away money off of, like, you spend you know, $27.85 on your, on your card at around that 15 cents up and drop it into like a savings account. So just every little bit every little bit helps. Um, and the same thing with your savings, like whatever you can tuck away is, um, is, is important, better than nothing. But um, yeah, what have you learned over the years as far as money-related habits? Um, I think my daddy taught me like at a very young age to like, um, like be smart about like big purchases, cars, houses. It doesn't always have to be brand new. Mm -hmm. um, you can go to the dealership and you can get a car for like fifteen thousand dollars, and it has like a hundred thousand miles on it. Or, or you can go to the auction, um, and you can get a car 
that has like 50 or 40,000 now burning for $6,000. So just like not being caught up and always having to have <clears throat> something new. So I was looking for the deal and, and it helped, it helped me a lot. Um, I haven't bought a car from quite a lot since I've been driving and I've never had a car that was, I never bought a car that was over a hundred thousand dollars. They're always been like 40, 50, 60, but like, it's just that same approach with everything. Like, when I wanted to get my first camera, instead of me going to buy a brand new, I went to the pawn shop. You know, mm -hmm. just something like that. Um, just trying to find a deal before I just throw my money away. Um, <clears throat> uh, not being in debt. I feel like that's a really good uh, money habit that I had. Although I know if you're trying to build your credit, it's good to have a little bit of debt. But by paying things off really quick, like um, I always do that. I pay my car off in one year um and i always look for the no interest deals like the 18 months no interest the 12 mm -hmm. months no interest uh with your credit card companies or with the bank when they offer you that stuff i took advantage of that um so i can um pay my things off yeah. in that amount of time and i don't have to worry about a lot of interest i don't think i'll uh, yeah i don't think i'll i'll ever I'm not I'm not taking out a loan for a car no more. Like either I'm going to buy a used car or if I buy a new car, it's gonna it's gonna be cash. Like I'm not. So you wanna know what I did? So um Chase sent me a blank check in the mail, right? Mm -hmm. And I could use this blank check for whatever purchase that I want. And I get 12 months no interest. Mm -hmm. So, you know, my camera got bigger, so I had to go get me a bigger car. Mm -hmm. So I took that blank check and I bought the car. Um, the man he was like, "You bought it from the lot, or you bought it from the auction?" No, 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 no. It's like a, it's not like a real car lot. It's probably it's it's okay. Yeah, but anyway, um, like they have financing options, right? But why would I go High with your interest, right? Right. So why would I go with your finance option when I can use this twelve months no interest, right. interest, and then um. Yeah. Saying, like if I if I something like that, like if I had an opportunity like that, then yeah, that's good money. Um I I, I may lease a new car, but I'm not gonna buy mm -hmm. a new car and have this payment with some interest like unless it's zero percent, I'm 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 not fooling with for the time or like I said, lease it or just straight cash, straight cash only. I even thought about doing ready mode. Once a year with my house, like if they keep sending me them blank checks, <laughs> put a big lump sum. No interest. That's, that's um, something. But yeah, I don't know. I really don't. But yeah, anything that's no interest for a long period of time, take advantage of it. For sure. Um, most reckless purchase. Uh, I think for me, I uh, think about just like two different stages of uh, being reckless with my money. Um, in college, just running up credit card, just uh, spring break trips, going back home to Philly, uh, whatever it may be like, just running up a car, not even paying attention to it, paying like the minimum minimum fees, like man, that that's the worst uh, mistake I could have made. Um, and then I think when I, once I first when I first started teaching, the first guy like a real job, some decent money, like I wasn't. I wasn't stacking at all, and that was like the perfect time to stack. Um, but I was just, man, I was getting 
blowing my anything left over. I was blowing it on sneakers, clothes, um, eating out. Like I was not saving money at all. So I think, yeah, that was just just being reckless with my money. <laughs> um, I've always been pretty good at saving money. That doesn't mean I'm not reckless, but I have. I've done some stupid stuff. <laughs> what have you done? Um. So I bought the Thunder Game package, like so I was like really big into like the basketball games going. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the times if you don't have the package, you have to buy those resale tickets. And they always um so high. If you look the day you sell them, you know, people are trying to get their money, their resale. So I'm like, let me get a package. So I bought a package and I didn't go to none of the games. I think I went to one game, the Warriors and Thunder game. Was that the um was that Katie or no? No, Katie was gone. Hmm. When Katie was there, it was like all resale tickets that I bought. But I bought the package and I didn't go to none of the games. I came, you know, and plus it was like horrible seating. Um, when I was buying, I would normally get good seats. I was trying to get good seats, but then I realized how much it's like twenty one. You spend twenty one, and you and then you can be like in the lower level, and you can get picked set at that. Why do you think that was a bad? Why do you think that was a bad deal though? Because I didn't get I didn't get that. They didn't even offer me that package. They offered me like all the way up top. And but I had it with the mindset like I'm gonna sell these tickets. Like I wasn't gonna go to the games, I was gonna try to sell them. I didn't sell them because nobody didn't want to see what it up there. And um I didn't go to none of the games. And <laughs> then I bought a ticket to go see LeBron play. That was a resale ticket that I bought to go see LeBron play. Good seats. He didn't play. I didn't go. Mm. And you didn't sell it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Talk about where's the money. I think about that to this day. And then another thing is uh, subscriptions. I don't know if mm. y'all do that, but like I'll be subscribing to stuff. Then I'll be like, oh, I'm going to just do it for the free trail. And then I don't, I forget, forget about, about it. That. And then I see it on my bill. Like, dang, I didn't take it off. So people will get a, some free money out, out of me. For a couple months, but uh, there's some apps for that that help you find like subscriptions that you have, but and then you see, can check. The app guy, I don't know all the apps. <laughs> like I just remember to take it off, hit a reminder, you take this off. That's true. Um, but one subscription, I paid one hundred dollars um for this website. It's like you have all these classes that teach you all of this stuff. I can't remember the name of it, and I did not. I only went on there one time. Matter of fact, I just got an email saying that my subscription was over. <laughs> uh, talk about wasting money. So, right. yeah. Um, that gets to me. I bought the Lifetime subscription, the Lifetime movie subscription. <laughs> you saw the Lifetime movie? I was trying to find a specific movie. I was trying to find La Bella Mafia. Have you ever seen that? What? Yeah, it was like one late night. I watched it when I was a kid. I was trying to find it again. It was like certain movie I was trying to watch. So I bought, I subscribed to the app. Yeah. And I just um, took it off. Whenever good shows come on HBO stars, <laughs> I get that. You get it for like a month and then stop. Yeah, but what, I haven't got rid of uh, Urban Flicks. I still got that mug. I need to get rid of that. <laughs> subscriptions and cut alrighty so that concludes our conversation for this episode thank you for tuning in um, 
What I need you to do is tell a friend, repost, uh, take the clip and repost it, um, anything. Anything that I post on social media, go ahead and repost that. Tell a friend about the podcast to tune in. Don't forget to like and subscribe as well. Much love. Appreciate that. Um, and join us again in two weeks. Remember, every two weeks dropping on Monday. So join us again in two weeks. Until next time, as always, stay black, stay blessed, forever forward. Much love. Peace. had a few thoughts that she shared on Instagram. Uh, do you think it was shady or was it valid? Was she valid in some of her points? I think she made a valid point. <laughs> That's what... <laughs> what you got? Why you waiting on me? Oh, all right. Cut. <laughs> You're getting too close. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was weak. Oh, no, Terry. <laughs> I didn't want to embarrass you, but I'm not too glad to <laughs> <over> your face. <laughs> I'm a nightmare, John. <laughs> <laughs> She said some things on Instagram. <laughs> Come on. You All play right. it. Alright. <laughs> Get too fucking close. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me kick your ass right here. Right now. I will put you in your life. No way. Yo, I'm done. <laughs> Yo, I'm keeping this. <laughs> Yeah, some uh, 